This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm Polly, but lazy. So basically, I'm a monogamous incel. (laughs) Uh, i'm brandy posey and i love how black mirror just said nah we're good for the last two years thank you (laughs) (laughs) too real i'm tess barker and lol i wonder if my dogs know my name (laughs) (laughs) and this is lady to lady can you keep a secret neither can we For everyone that's the fucking best Come on baby It's time to hang out With your favorite ladies Ladies and ladies Ladies and ladies Hey everybody, welcome to the show! Yay! It's a ladies only episode It's true Ladies Mm -hmm. only Mm -hmm. Meaning us three ladies it's like if we were if we were a liquor, this would be ladies' meat. No ice, no mixer, just hard, <laughs> just straight up lady. Which is funny because we are not neat in general. No, no, I don't think a little. We're, I wouldn't consider any of us neat. No, I don't either. think so. I think and like, it's fine. Yeah, cre- I think create, but I don't think necessarily messy. But I think like creative. I think is the word mm. is the space yeah. in between. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming that for myself at least. I feel like I cleaned a lot last week, but also yeah. I just but had I a lot think of there's a difference between clean because I do think we all clean, but I think being neat is like literally you clean up after yourself every single fucking time. And I, I just none don't of us have do that. With all for that, oh, no, none okay. of us do that. Yeah, no, no. Why would there's <laughs> there's only yeah. so much time in the world? You only live YOLO, baby. I, I remember. <laughs> I see that. As people who've all traveled together and been in each other's houses, we're all clean. None of us are neat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Um, Before we get too much further, we should make sure to talk about our show, our live show, which uh, we're having so much fun. We got two left this year. So October 3rd and November 7th, come on out and see us. We're at Permanent Records Roadhouse in L.A., and you can get tickets at tinyurl.com slash lady to lady live. And you can also watch on Zoom. So if you're not in LA, you can watch online. And honestly, again, so fun. Yeah, like yeah. if you awesome. want to be at this show, either virtually or in person, both I promise you will be super fun. So much fun. We had our our resident hunk couldn't be there last time, Ryan Nemes. We had a substitute hunk, Ify Wadiway. He was so fucking great. And we had uh, the broken juggler, Michael Rayner, who we've had on our Zoom shows before. He just like blows your mind every time. I Such a crowd pleaser. He's <laughs> yes. absolutely amazing. And he's married to Mo from Guts, which is just like a perfect little cherry on top to find out oh, afterwards. Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> That? I love their I love their little family. That it's is really adorable. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we have uh, you know, the lineups are coming, but we do have Margaret Cho on the November seventh show. So mm-hmm. Hell Plus, yeah. Like, 
they're they're really really fun and the venue is also checking vax cards at the door and it's an outdoor uh show as it's well an outdoor show so yeah. we're yeah. taking all precautions possible and um yeah these have been the the best it's been really fun getting we in front of audience dope- again yeah, fans come out last time. We had a gal drive from Sacramento to see us, and she came on a road trip by herself. It was hey, awesome. Jenny. Such a sweetheart. <laughs> yes. Hi, Jenny. We love you. That yeah. was so cute. No, so, we yeah, love meeting you guys in person. We love, we just love when you come out. So, yeah. Yeah. Come out. So, hey, guys. <laughs> so, wait, oh, tell yeah. us your creep story. Tell oh, my God. So, before we were recording, I was telling you guys about this. So, I went to dinner with my mom last night. And we were like leaving dinner and this creep approached me and my mom, which I realized I've never been approached by a creep with my mom, you Mm. know, so already disturbing. And this guy goes, excuse me, I just, I have to give you a compliment. And he goes, the way I just have to say the way that you were tearing into that meat back there, I could just tell that you really, it was like primal. Like you really wanted it. (gasps) And I just... (laughs) I and, need to know everything. Yeah, I need to explain, know. Right. What does he look like? Right. How did you react? Did yes. you? Did you? Okay. What did you, were like, you eating? Did a glass okay. of wine exactly. appear in your hand and you threw it? At, did you like? <laughs> so <laughs> let me unpack all this. First yes. of all, I had just gone down with dinner with my mom in a patio that was enclosed. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was like an outdoor patio, four walls as far as I could see it. There was another table, people eating and drinking, and then there were the servers. I did not see this fucking individual anywhere. Oh my God. We were walking out and it was like, you know how like restaurants have done that, like turn like kind of like alley. Right. They're spaces. basically like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. Right. So it was like that. So we basically exited this restaurant out into an alley. So in the alley, this individual walks up to us and in my mind, he's wearing like, what appears to be like swimming shorts, like neon green swimming shorts and a matching neon green shirt. I would clock this individual at approximately 65 years old. Okay. Okay. White hair, glasses. (laughs) Are the socks hiked up? It feels like a hiked up sock situation. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yes. And okay. And what, and so I don't know if this person actually saw me eating as we all fucking know, I don't eat meat. Yeah. So yes. Everything about it, I was eating a veggie burger. Yeah. It was very good. But it, okay, anyway, so he could have thought that that was meat. He could have thought that was meat. And were you housing I, it? <laughs> um, I mean, I was eating it with a fork and a knife, so I wouldn't really say. Wait, what? <laughs> wait hold on. Tess, this is a separate, this is a separate situation. You're eating a burger. No, bur- wait. No, hear me out. Okay, now we're really getting into my burger, but this place really has good homemade veggie burgers. And the one I like there has like truffle oil and mushrooms and stuff on it. Uh-huh. But it it comes really like moist and it's kind of a loose burger. Oh, so, so it's it falls like. Apart. You can't really eat it with your hands. It, it's it's oh, like a I veggie. See, see. You know what I mean? Like you kind of yeah. have to eat it with a fork and a knife. Okay. So wow. that would, that's not eating a burger with gusto to 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 my eye. If I were to see that, I mean, I exactly to me that is like like in your mouth. Yeah, I know. For that, yeah, for that to make an impact, you'd have to be making like moaning sounds afterwards, which I don't think you're doing no. ever eating or with your no. mom, especially like with that's so mom? weird. Everything yeah. about this was like, why are you doing like, why are you doing this? I'm did here he, with my mom. Like, what did, did he, you say? Yeah. What happened? Honestly, in reality, my we we're my mom and I were both just like, you know, kind of You just ran away. We You're just like, ran away. Yeah. And then we got out to the street and my mom was like, ooh, that was so creepy. I'm like, I know. 
And then we just Jesus. got in the car and, and drove away. Ugh, but God. yeah, but it really, I mean, there was so much about it because like, I, I guess the thing was, yeah, exactly. Of course, you just walk away, run away, get out of there. But then there yeah. were so many things that was like, it was a veggie burger. Yeah. I was eating it with a fork and a knife. I yeah. didn't see you anywhere, but I was just eating something that looked like meat. Were you just creepily watching me from afar in an alley? Like, yeah. could he have seen, so he could have seen you from outside somewhere. Probably. Yeah, there were holes. <laughs> So I didn't check the perimeter for any creeps. Before. A giant did ne- not neon green See, did not catch the periphery. As uh-uh. women, we wow. we need to we always need to check the periphery before we do anything in public. Yes. Or else obviously it's Got welcome it. for a man to come up and say something like that after you're done eating. After your veggie burger. Did you yeah. look back down the alley and then he was gone? Like he was just the pervious, stupidest ghost that had ever haunted. Uh-huh. Just- <laughs> just what? walked away what a it's shit so weird i yeah. just and also like i guess like alleyways are i guess notoriously creepy, but, yeah you know but i feel like i just like I get a bad rap from these guy from the yeah. guy who's from, from these the guys. people who killed batman's parents from this guy mm-hmm. you know they're getting like a bad name all the time when really they can be beautiful but yeah look at <laughs> yeah i mean i guess the harry potter one yeah that's a good yeah. one mm-hmm yeah, Diagon Alley is good. Um, I can't think of any other one. I just think like sometimes when I'm walking in a city, you know, when you're in New York or something and like obviously, you know, it might smell like pee or something, but yes. everything does. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's yes, like, yes. oh, they can be like a, you know, like a cool site. And then you're like, oh, man, I'm not walking down there, though. No, <laughs> no it sucks. It sucks for alleyways. to Like they've shown us what they are and they've delivered and we need to believe. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. This reminds me when I I got creeped on by a guy similarly when I was prom dress shopping my junior year to go to uh, prom with my my boyfriend at the time who was a senior and um, me and my mom went broad, uh, went like dress shopping and then we got food afterwards and at the time you know I was a hot topic punk kid so did mm-hmm. I have a few dog collars I absolutely did uh-huh. <laughs> but like kind of like just like cute ones it was like this was like a like a, a sky blue holographic with just like little studs around it that i was wearing i can picture it yeah and just eating probably a burger and this guy comes up to our table and he looks at my mom and he goes do you know when they wear collars it means they're into bdsm oh my god <laughs> and i just go well what <laughs> like i didn't even know what that was i don't I was think at the say, time yeah i was yeah, like yeah. i was like i'm 16 uh i don't know my mom my mom was like little christian lady she didn't know either and i just was like can you go i just yelled at this man to go she's away she's like into bless so much dog <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but i was just like mind your own fucking business who cares just fucking creeps they can't help it no man, they can't. Can't. creeps gonna they creep and the creepier it. the sitch the harder they're gonna creep yeah i was um and this wasn't Awful. necessarily like I, I, I wouldn't put this guy in like the totally creepy category, but it was just a funny set of circumstances. But I was on stage talking about like dating in the kink community and they have these meetups called munches and it's a very just weird mm. word. I don't know yeah, why yeah. it's called that. Munch? Munch. It's called a munch. And I, and I was trying to, I was like, I, I think cl- I know why. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of ideas, yes. But it's like, do you really? I don't just, I don't know. Why does it have to have a name? Whatever. I don't know why it has to have a name, but right. it does. And I couldn't remember the name for it on stage. And so afterwards, I was like standing in the back. No. 
<laughs> and this guy, of course, comes up to me and it's like, yep. it's called munch. <laughs> Which is just not a, a sentence you want to hear from anyone. It's not a know. word I want to hear <laughs> no. o- o- often. Mm-mm. It's never like in good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't think he was fine and whatever. For sure. But it was just like a funny set of circumstances. And like, of course, he's wearing a mask and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it is a good opener, I think, to be like, to be like, oh, you also think the name of this, uh, this is corny. Like. To establish a relationship and like that to be like, okay, at least we both think this is a little bit silly. If you're going to like be like, I want to let's fuck because we both hate the setup. Yeah. (laughs) But we both know what a munch is. So we're both kind of in that fine. Right. We know we're in Mm -hmm. the zone. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Was he wearing a a holographic um, dog collar? No, but I, it's so funny when you describe that. I could see it like perfectly. Just Crystal like, clear. I could yeah. see it like mm-hmm. on the rack in Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I wear them. I knew that, that you much. wore like, yeah, I was like, I didn't know that you were that like much of a Hot Topic. It person. wasn't like I didn't do I didn't do it a lot, but it was like I, I had a lot of the stuff. So it's like I would sometimes like I didn't wear I didn't wear a collar every day. But like I was like, oh, it would be fun to like maybe wear one with a prom dress to like dress it down a little bit so i was like oh i'll wear one to go dress shopping to see how i feel about one like oh, with right. with it basically oh okay so kind of like a choke it is a, yeah, cho- it's a choker it's a choker yeah yeah it's yeah. a choker, yeah. It's, yeah, a choker. Yeah. yeah it's just like a little it's, a ch- it's an edgy choker yeah exactly so i mean i yeah I, I didn't wear that stuff all the time but i did have like a lot of like sparkly power puff girls like baseball tees and like all the every colored uh uh pleather pant possible Mm. <laughs> like really really was like a like a, like a candy punk kind of is like more because i was just a sky right. too so it was like a lot of checkers a lot of like bright colors yeah 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 our poor our, our poor bodies with all that fucking pleather <laughs> we put we probably still have residual pleather in our liver oh that's what most of the ocean patch is i think mm-hmm. it's just the pleather pants of the 90s yeah no one has no one talks about what it happened was to a- those <laughs> It was a real pleather problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I used to have these furry purple cheetah pants too that were fucking awesome. They were just like, like it's kind of skinny jeans before skinny jeans, but they were like, uh, yeah, like it's like faux purple cheetah print that were like my, my fi- they were my like dress up punk pants. Oh yeah, those sound cool. Yeah. My I dress really up pants. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. I don't have a lot of pictures of them, but. I remember the clothes. And then I somebody bought me a shirt one time for my birthday that um, it was in the uh, Twister font, but it said uh, tweaker on it. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm not. I'm not a tweaker, though. Also, who's buying that shirt? Being, like, advertising oh, that. Oh, it's I don't... so easy, though, because, like, they yeah. they did sell that stuff together. Right. Yeah. It was, like, remember, like, that era when it was, like, cool to have, like, a shirt that said, like, Lucky Charms or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah. I think it was, like... Yeah, I, it was definitely the beginning of the I- irony, like oh yes, irony yeah. t-shirts and shit. Yeah, yes. I had a make seven up yours t-shirt, but my mom. Oh, that was a classic. My mom threw it away because for the listener, if you're not familiar, it said on the front make seven, but on the back it said <laughs> up yours. 
We're here to educate the children <laughs> of America. I just want the children to know of what this used to is, exist. What's the Met Gala theme? America's litany of fashion. It's so, so dumb. I mean, it's it's, a, it's like um, it's America, a lexicon of fashion. Oh my god! Uh, if if no one is wearing a, a floor length ball gown, make seven up your shirt, then a opportunity was missed. Is all I'm saying. That <laughs> exactly. is in the lexicon for sure. Yeah, yeah. Can't so tell you the last you? time I had a seven up, but you know. <laughs> I remember that shirt. Doesn't matter. Forever. No. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? We have, we have we haven't had a show with just us for a minute. Like, how are we doing in the like? Hey, we were we're we don't know what the hell's going on with the world now. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I guess we never do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say that I I feel particularly not knowing what's going on with the world at this moment. No, I just mean that like um Oh like the uncertainty of the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. talking oh, about. Yeah. Just this like are we in pretty... or are we out type of like what's going the pandemic and all of that shit. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean i'm doing some stuff it's funny because i've had this like three-week tour set up for like the end of october into november in the entire year i've been like it's definitely not happening but i'm like oh maybe it actually is and i'm like starting to get a little bit emotionally invested in it and right which is that's freaking me out because i'm like no no the second that you're like oh it's about to happen i'm like oh i'm starting to i'm starting to try to line up hotels oh no <laughs> but you know we'll see like yeah I feel like I don't know how to do shit because I was talking with Amber about this and like we were like, okay, this pandemic happened right when I was getting into my late 30s where like mm -hmm. I already am getting into nest mode. And then it just like happened at the exact time when I was already settling down. And now I'm like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like if I go to places and I see people out who are young, I'm like, that doesn't feel right. So I just don't know where. Yeah, but I'm not ready to be <laughs> stuck at home either. No, yeah. no, not at all. So I don't know what the in between is. I'm this sure is, yeah. this is where gaming taverns come from, unfortunately. Oh, I God. think this is this is where that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I have to get really into Magic the Gathering. Oh know, my god. <laughs> Joe Joe Star, our uh, friend friend actually just texted me maybe a week ago and he was like, I would love to dungeon master a game with the ladies at some point. No. <laughs> I will let him know. <laughs> fair. Totally yeah. fair. Totally fair. I think fair. it's good to know if you don't want to do that. I yeah. don't know either if I... I've never played. I've never played Magic or D and D. I will. So I, I know, tell like you. we said, that Joe Manganiello's into that. So if he's there, we could maybe make an exception. Yeah. Can he get Joe Manganiello there? To the Even then, I think I'm a no. <laughs> fair. Extremely fair. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the ultimate, yeah, like, game. Yeah. The, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 No, I mean, like, yeah, I, that's, there's a reason I've never really, I, I'm just not a game person either. So. No, no, no. My nieces have I, this game that I think is kind, it's not probably anything like Dungeons and Dragons, but it is some kind of, it is some, I don't know, it's a huge, Fantasy it's called, interactive. Yeah. It's some kind of unicorn thing. I don't know. If the game never ends, there's always a new rule. You never know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I've tried to play it with them, and that has only reinforced how much I never want to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair, totally fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to like I have a bunch of like outdoor music festivals that I'm going to. Like we're going to um, 
riot in Chicago next weekend, which is oh, going to be cool. fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then I went to a thing this past weekend that was like a less than Jake and Hepcat and a couple of ska bands were fun. It was good. I saw a bunch of my friends that I've not seen in a very long time that I also was not expecting to see. So that was that was like very very exciting how was it how was it like being there like how did it feel different just as far as like the era that we're in and also just for you i mean it it was um it was it was fun because every band was just like so stoked to be playing that's cool and they were like we'll never take we'll never take this for granted again everybody keep dancing and like it's just i mean the ska shows always feel super positive anyway but it just felt like a very like the whole weekend just was like that whole that whole day was just very like okay everybody was cool like people are standing their distances in line um we got there there was like a all you can drink beer festival earlier in the day but that had ended by the time we got there so i don't know if like things were crazier then but it was just Wait, like that was before was that with the skull festival or yeah yeah. yeah it was like it was like a tw- it was like a 12 to 9 o'clock thing and then from 12 Ooh. from 12 to 4 it was all you can drink beer and then wow, I got up there at like four thirty-five. I've never heard of something like I that. I have never heard of that either. <laughs> yeah. and honestly, probably for a good reason. <laughs> all you, all you can anything. Yeah. never has a happy ending. It really no, is no. just not a good idea. It's never no. been a good idea. No, it's it so seem like enticing it. in the beginning, <laughs> and so regretful in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you guys ever done the all you can eat pavilion? Pavilion. Pavilion. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, my interest is peaked. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Okay, please explain. Yeah. This is when you go to a baseball game. They've got the all-you-can-eat pavilion. And so you essentially throughout the game are in a sort of a buffet situation where mm. you can get Whoa. as many nachos as you want. I think we've got peanuts, um, mm. french fries. It's, wait, wait. It's, so you it's like a bo- you box you buy separately or what's the? Yeah, it's an area. And everyone in this area is like pavilion. I cannot people. believe I've never heard of. Yeah, I can't either. I can't believe I'm the only pavilion attendee. <laughs> See, I won't. I won't fuck with all you can eat unless there are crab legs. That's how I feel. Like a crab oh, leg wow. is an all you can eat situation that I'll get into. Oh. So I don't. I, I like a Vegas buffet. I like a um a Chinese a China uh, buffet is usually really awesome because they got like the mm-hmm. seafood section that I'll mess with. I mean, post pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that exists anymore, but um, yeah, that's about that's about it. I have a I have a very traumatic memory. Well, not traumatic. That's overstating it. But um, my brother used to be a bike racer when we were, when we were young, and my family one year, the first Thanksgiving we never spent together as a family. My mom, my dad, and my brother went to Oklahoma City for like the big finals, which were always that weekend. So he kept me. I stayed home with like my grandmother and my aunt, my little cousin. And my, they didn't want to cook for things. This is maybe, I'm in like ninth grade, maybe. So I'm too old to quite have thrown this tantrum, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they left. They like left, and my aunt, and my grandmother were like, "Well, we're not cooking just for four of us, whatever." So we uh. went to we went to a Bob Evans on Thanksgiving. Uh. and it was packed. And I was like, "We're not uh. Bob Evans on Thanksgiving, people. How Good for dare you. you bring me here?" And Wait, I was. What is Bob Evans? It's another buffet, like a down on the yeah. F- oh, yeah. it's a buffet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like not a good, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it'll it'll do in a pinch, but it's not a holiday that you would do. 
mm-hmm. I was like, my family left me here, and I'm at Bob Evans on Thanksgiving. Fuck this oh place. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was no, the, the very beginning. that's the perfect time to have that tantrum. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was like, you know, I was 14, so like the, the teenage angst had set in, and I was just like, well, I'm just not eating anything. Ugh. <laughs> So you had a hunger strike in a Bob Evans? I mean, I did get a plate of like um they they have a, a chocolate fountain. Um okay. so I just <laughs> Okay. I, I did I did eat a lot of chocolate fountain. Um <laughs> It's all fun and That's games perfect. until you realize there's a chocolate fountain. Yeah, there. I was like, there's no way that dessert area is going untouched. No, like, no, 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 no. There's no. going to be something. No. The dessert area of a buffet is a whole chapter in and of to itself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, guys, well, we are going to go dip into our chocolate fountain and we will, uh, we will be back shortly. Munch you later. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And if you're listening, you're our fourth guest. So thank you. Oh my God. For Hi. being here. We love it. Oh, it's a lot of same. We haven't played a game together, just the three of us, in a while, have we? No. Oh, it's no. time. Oh, we're going to play some MySpace, everybody. Hit it. I was like, it's really awkward. We're about to bust out Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, MySpace quiz. Um, someone knocks at your window at 5 a.m. What do you say? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is just a creepy episode in general. Yeah, I think I just, I think I would scream really loud to try and scare them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like that, just like, who the fuck are you? Like, you are you? Like, I have a baseball bat in my room. I think I would probably hopefully grab pretty quickly. Also, I'm on a second story, so that would be incredibly really scary. That would be scary. Yeah. 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 It would be, well, have also, to be a ghost like, or something. It's kind of sad because all of us are like, I fucking have a baseball bat ready. But really, probably if someone was knocking on our window at 5 a.m., it would be one of the other ones of us. <laughs> that is very true. It would be like a, I got locked out of the house, <laughs> like ultimate, yeah. like, what, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, Jack, where the fuck are you? This is this is your moment, man. You've been training yeah. for this your entire life. There's yeah. someone outside and you're not barking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my dogs are pretty good at barking, I will say. So my dogs would probably be the first people to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Let them know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Do you have a delivery truck of some kind? Uh, go fuck yourself. My mom has enough packages. Thank you. Yeah. Or do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he just doesn't trust the boxes. I get mm-hmm. it. Totally fair. <laughs> Let's see. Do you like to hold hands? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I do too, but only if it's like comfortable. I feel like sometimes yeah. like... You can get into an awkward an hand awkward hold. Hand oh. like... Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, how long do I have to hold this awkward hand before I can just be like, let's when, just. Will you guys hold this. hands just like out and about, like 
randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're, like, walking out of dinner or, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, or, yeah, I'd say we hold hands randomly when we're out and about. Mm -hmm. But not for, like, long periods of time. Yeah. No, no, no. Holding hands is one of those things that it's, like, it's a nice gesture and then, like, 30 seconds in, you're, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're walking at different paces, you're like, am I adjusting myself so you're not getting the weird clunk, 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 clunk. It's kind of like sleeping because I don't know if you guys are like this, but I think a lot of people are where they don't like cuddle. They're just like, you know, you're not yeah. going to like be all no. like twined all night. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. That's wild. I think like on TV shows they show that and I'm like, literally, I don't know one person who sleeps like that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you should win a prize if you're able to legitimately <laughs> stay asleep for that entire process. <laughs> You should be studied. I can fall asleep that way, but then like I yeah. usually shift like four or five times. Some yeah, no. At some point, you're like, I get off me. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice for like a sleep appetizer, mm-hmm. but it, not the a little sleep. pre-sleep nap, like yeah, that first <laughs> exactly that first yeah. half hour. Do you guys do like an entwined fingers or just like a clasp, like a shaking hand, hold hands? Entwined. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's better too, but also that is where that's where the awkwardness can come from, I think, if you're like off by a finger. Would that be a good um, a good t shirt like wine and entwine and you show? <laughs> I don't know if it's a t- it might but be it's a, like a that's it's- like a sex thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know oh. what this was that I just did, but that's what so that you was. have you have the finger going into the yeah, hole and it says wine and entwined. Yeah, that's entwined. a good T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that at like a Soul Cycle class, um, mm-hmm. like a blousey mm. workout shirt or something. Mm. <laughs> there are so many on Peloton. There are so many usernames that are just like pillow for wine, wine for pillow, oh, like God, wine sure. after wine o'clock after Peloton. Like it's really the. The Peloton Lime community is uh, aggressive. That's <laughs> completely unsurprising. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It there- is really bizarre. Like somebody was um, tweeting about this the other day. They were saying that they like they weren't doing drugs, so they decided to drink instead or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, I can't believe that this is the legal one. And oh, like, Anya. It really does. Anya, Anya oh, yeah, Anya Volts. Anya Volts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, it really does blow my mind when I think about it because it's like, I so destructive so like, destructive <laughs> like like clear if I had to rank it if we're gonna throw in the heavy hitters of the illegal ones with yeah. it I think booze probably sits somewhere around like two or three in terms of like dangerous yeah oh, yeah it's, it's really definitely down it's like good. it's yeah it's it's just so bad for you and like it makes people do such stupid shit and it's just yeah. like I, I don't know and it, that's what's so funny to me is like people are like because it's legal they're like I can like put my identity around it you know they won't yeah. do that about other shit like obviously weed gets out a little bit but you don't see it anywhere near as much as like I'm no. a wine mom and like it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, I think well wine also like I mean wine also I think gets a pass like it's like the one that it, it feels different than other alcohol for so many reasons. Like, it's the one that's used in, like, religion. It's been around for thousands right. of years. They used it in Greece. There is, like, the whole artistry to it. Like, every bottle's different. There's agriculture involved. Like, there's so many ways that you can, like, differentiate it from other booze. 
Right. So, but I think, but yeah, I think but if you, get, you can still get pulled over for, yeah. <laughs> for drinking too much. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I understand that. No, I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> Just saying, like, I the think, culture of it. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. that's why I think there's, like, culture around it where it's, like, you can kind of build an identity around it because... Totally. It's at this elevated status where it's, mm-hmm. like, it's okay to do that. Yeah. Yes. Whereas you, if you're, like, whiskey Peloton mom, it's a little more, like, ooh. Exactly. <laughs> But you know what? I, I would but really just like, as legit. I would yeah, yeah. like to meet Whiskey Peloton Mom. Actually, yeah. she'd probably she be pretty fun. P- listens to this podcast, I guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah, the place that uh, Sean and I—I I love this hot yoga place that we go to in Bethlehem, where he's from, because it's so different than the yoga teachers that we go to in California, who are like so California, and so mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. go back there and it's these like Philly chicks. They're like fucking plank. Fucking 30 <laughs> seconds. And they're always like, detox to retox. Okay, did you drink last night? We're going to detox to retox. That's yeah. amazing. That makes me a little bit homesick. <laughs> yeah. And this place is so cute. And they used to have a cutout of Rocky outside the bathroom. Aww. And now they have a cutout of, Brit- of Brittany. Oh, oh cute. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone taps her on the way out to the yoga mm-hmm. like a football player. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did. It was so we, I so I visited home like last week, and um, my parents were out of town, so I just stayed at their place by myself. But I still did that thing where I stayed up all night watching TV. Like I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but when I go home, I have to stay up late watching television, Ooh. and I watched all of Rudy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, why am I watching all of Rudy at 3 a.m. for no fucking? But I don't know what it is. Something in me has to stay up way too late watching yeah. shit. No, there, I think there are like certain rituals at your parents' house that it's like, it's so hard to fall out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, and just watching real TV with like TV commercials is like, it's like truly psychotic to watch now. So it's like hard to kind of look away to be like, what the fuck is happening? That's what it is too. And it's like, oh, I don't have this. So, but I still see commercials. They just show us the same fucking yeah. 10 ones, 10,000 times on Hulu or whatever. Yo, you, have you guys seen this one for, um, oh, I, don't, I forget the name of the product, but it's this woman being like, hi, I'm your vagina. It's, uh, oh yeah, that's, that's, um, it's for the like I think one. It's the chick from Schitt's Creek. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. Annie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Annie yeah. Murphy from Schitt's Creek. I haven't, I haven't I have watched not. a ton of it, but yeah, it's uh, it's a weird. It's it's just. Yeah, it's, it's basically like it like goes inside of a vagina and it's like, hello, I'm your vagina or whatever. Um, I saw that last night and there was like Vagisil commercials too when yeah. I was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake because they were definitely marketing it to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the whole Shit's Creek, we're saying the whole Shit's Creek um, cast is like, they are out there. They're like Capital One, like every credit card. Team like, Mobile. They are and on it. <laughs> yes, the whole family's in on it. And also like just the merchandise everywhere. Oh yeah, the merch is crazy. Mm-hmm. But Catherine O'Hara, not in any of these. She's doing all right. Yeah. She's like, I'm Catherine O'Hara. I've got (laughs) a probably been all right for a minute. (laughs) Her residual checks must be insane because she's just in so many different things over over the years. I guess Eugene Levy, too. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, let's do a question. Another question. Have you ever met someone who's completely altered your way of thinking? This is funny. We're considering you're doing this for the guests because then you have to think about it yourself. Or you're like, Jesus, this is oh, hard. We were going to make someone else answer this. Oh, 
completely altered. Hmm. I can't think of one person. It's like, you know, I feel like so many people influence you along the way. I feel like I've had a lot of teachers that have changed the way I've thought. Yeah. Or changed the way that I work. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like I mean, one, one particular that comes to mind when you're thinking that? Um, yeah. I mean, my English teacher, my sophomore year of high school is really pivotal in like how I understood, like she taught me how to read essentially, like how mm. to like understand the deeper meaning like behind fiction and like how to understand like what an author was actually mm. trying to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess just like appreciate literature. And so, yeah, I would say her, Mrs. Brannick. She passed away, but she was a great teacher. I think kind of the opposite a little bit, a little bit of that. My um, in seventh grade, I was in algebra and um, I had a really hard time with it. And I would had nothing but straight A's up until that point. And the first semester I got a C and it's because my teacher, Miss Thompson, did not. She like didn't like me, didn't want to try to teach me differently, like just for whatever reason. I think Avantasia made it hard to kind of like grasp some stuff in algebra. Oh, yeah. Mm, makes sense. yeah. Not knowing what it was at the time. It but, is very visual. Yeah. 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 And I got uh, I got a C and I had like a mental breakdown about it because it had straight A's up to that my point in my life and was just like, nope, you're gonna be valedictorian. That was going to be it. And I like it was the first time that I was like, oh, this like adult doesn't like you. And you've got to be okay with, like, not being perfect. I mean, that's been mm. a, an entire life struggle. But, like, it was, like, it was this moment of just, like, oh, okay. Things are not going to be, like, the way you think. they're. Not everyone's going to like you, kind of. And, like, just yeah, also yeah, to. Yeah. And, and then just because you do something wrong isn't necessarily your fault either. Not that it's wrong to get a C. But it was, like, a, a really, like, pivotal moment in my life. And then I, I was, you got to stop being as hard on yourself about getting good mm-hmm. grades and shit like that. So it was really... that a realization that you kind of came to terms with in pretty real time or did it take you a while? I think initially it took me it it happened in pretty real time because also like my I remember like being so distraught when I brought my report card home that my dad was just like, well, we can't punish you because you are more upset <laughs> right. than we'll ever right. be. Good strategy. Yes. So for the <laughs> listener, just be more upset and your parents will uncomfortably just let you do whatever you want. Um yeah and i think it's just i and then i just like i was like okay it's fine if you get b's the rest of the year in this class it'll mean you've done well and then i like did it and was okay with it and then i never really beat myself up for grades again after that but mm-hmm. it was like a i mean for other shit obviously yes yeah, still but like it's like that was like a that was a pretty big pretty big moment for me it's like realizing oh okay <laughs> it's okay to not to not get the a even if you're doing your best. If doing your best, your best is okay, even if your best is not, you know, the best. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I you know, I've been with the same therapist for quite a while and um I think along the same terms of like learning to not hate or not to let uh people get to me when I, you know, they don't like me or whatever. Mm. Is like something cuz um I think I always just had a huge fear of that or, you know, just whatever people like, yeah, not liking Mm -hmm. you or whatever it is and dealing with all this Britney stuff and just like being exposed to such a huge number of people who, yeah, Mm -hmm. aren't going to like you for a certain reason. They don't fucking know you, but they are whatever. They want to say things to you that, that, you know, make them think they know you. And um, it really hadn't made me face that and just kind of like things she would say. And I can't remember exactly what they were, but things that were just like, so it sounds like you're going to, it's going to suck either way, either like they're gonna, not going to like you and you're going to feel bad or 
you're going to feel bad because you can't please them. Or I can't remember what it was, but just Mm -hmm. things like that, like putting it in perspective, I think has been really helpful because it's like, oh, yeah, okay. But that's the hardest lesson I think of all is just like, can't please everyone because that's what we're always trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I read a thread on on Twitter and Instagram the other day that like... um, it, who knows if this is a real story or not, but the story is basically like this woman like went to uh, a friend of hers mom's funeral and everybody speaking about the mom was just like the husband got up and just talked about like his life all before her and how she never complained and always helped. And then like there's like the pastor was like, oh, she was so great. She gave so much back to the church and just like nobody ever had any personal stories about her and her kids just talked about how she like never complained and just did whatever she could for everybody else. And she was such a giver her entire life. And the thread was just like, I it made me realize that I want to be a person that like people actually have stories about <laughs> at mm. the end of my life. And they not everyone just says, oh, they just helped me when I needed it. And they got to like send like to have her entire funeral be centered her about space for yourself exactly exactly just yeah an important that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah I, think- I mean i think too like for me the even harder one is like going a step further especially because like if you want to be successful in business like i'm okay with people not liking me especially if they're a stranger but like mm-hmm. knowing that i'm going to hurt someone's feelings or like truly like hurt them like the first time I had to fire someone was a very um formative experience for me because it was really when did you have to do that you don't have to go into (laughs) details it's fine um yeah no it's okay it was hard it was really hard and and like I know that they still probably think I'm a really bad person and it was like but it's like that's (sighs) what you have to do sometimes yeah and like that is really tricky for me to get used to no, it, it is. It, that one, it's really difficult because it's also like we've all we all work really hard. So we also like know what it's like to we, we have a, like a high expectation, but also we're super patient until we're not patient, too, <laughs> I think, to a certain yeah. degree where it's like, man, I get, I've given you chances. <laughs> I'm working really hard. Like, come on. Well, yeah. And especially like there's so many circumstances. It could be not mm-hmm. your, you know, call or whatever, too. But it's like. Yeah, it's just like knowing you're altering someone's life like that. It's like, how the fuck do you get over that? That's yeah, but it's also like being. there are certain things, I think, especially in a business setting where it's like if you're you serious and you you have to. You can, yeah. Like that is something that I think men are taught so much more than women is sometimes yeah. you really have to divorce your emotionality from a decision. And like, mm-hmm. I hate doing shit to nice people that I know is going to hurt their feelings. It's like one of my biggest fears. And every time I have to do it, it's like a huge like, like this thing. is it's like so yeah. dumb but you know i've i'm just watching like bar rescue all the time like that's one of the biggest things that people get into is that they mm. treat their employees like their family and not yeah. their employees you know so they get so emotionally attached to them that they can't fire them even when they're like totally fucking them over mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like so and it's so hard to see because you're like just fucking fire this person they're like but i but they're like my brother and it's just like well you're not gonna succeed then i don't know what to tell you we're- yeah your brother's <laughs> gonna be mooching off you for a while yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. we're a fucking country of codependence because we aren't allowed to have actual solidarity or community <laughs> so we're just like <laughs> right these that's are the people the thing. well that's what's <laughs> fucked up too is it's like yeah. yeah it's it's like everything is so hard out there and we don't have you know mm-hmm. 
universal basic income. Or it's like you don't yeah, like yeah, yeah. Fi- firing somebody is like you know having them walk off the plank or something. It's just like right. Oh. That's what I mean. Like it's so yeah. hard to like internalize the weight of that decision and know yeah. that like that is a situation you could be placing someone in. Like, mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm watching that Lulu Road documentary. Uh, have you guys watched that yet? I'm, I've mm-hmm. watched like half of it. Yeah. What it's is it? so good. Uh, it's, you know, that leggings, multi-level marketing, LuLaRoe. Oh. It, it was d- like all... Not Lululemon. It, different. No, no, no. It's called okay. LuLaRoe. And it, it's like a very, very like Mormon thing. That, oh, it's okay. A, and yeah, it was just basically, yeah, like a multi-level thing where they were all selling it over Facebook and it got really big. And it's just mm. a documentary about it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's again, like, it's just, you know, and that's why I think multi-level marketing is such a thing that's so prevalent with women mm-hmm. is it is again, it's all emotional. I, it's all emotional. And it's all, this yeah. is your family. Mm-hmm. The, we're friends. And it's yeah. like this weird blurring of like the familial and the friendly and professional. Whereas, yeah, I don't think traditionally male industries do that. Like a sports team, you're like the coach for that team or the quarterback for that team until you fucking get traded and then you aren't. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Well, and it's like, I wonder, it's interesting because like MLMs probably started initially because like housewives wanted to make a little bit of money That's on their it own. Is. It's all from um, mm-hmm. Amway and yeah, parties. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they wanted Ugh. community. So it's like yeah. the combo. It's like, I want to work from home and be a housewife and make money and I want community. And then it's just like, and then it's like, well, don't yeah. you want to support me? Don't you want to support? It's just it's all so like gross. such a mind fuck. It's so sad. Yeah. Well, and like, I think one of the biggest tragedies of the whole MLM, LuLaRoe, all that stuff is, is like, it's addressing this very real problem, which is yes. like, why is it such a mirage that these women can like raise their kids and make some money and have a job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to involve getting in a pyramid scheme to like have those things? Yeah. And the fact that that's such an elusive thing for so many people is like that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. No, it's really sad. Like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well. Anyway, the leg- the leggings are really ugly too. <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah. You're like, why are you guys so obsessed with this shit? I do yeah. not understand. <laughs> no. Oh man, yeah. That's. Do they even have pockets? Because at this point, it's 2021. If a legging doesn't have a pocket, don't I think even talk maybe to they me. do now, but I don't think they did at first. Yeah, not at first. Mm. They kept describing them as buttery, which I will admit enticed me, but <laughs> the patterns are just like the patterns are hideous. Like <laughs> they're yeah. very like I need to wear my personality on my legs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a purple yeah, furry cheetah she... print. Yeah. Which I <laughs> I don't know why I'm hating so bad because like I am a sucker for a novelty leaking. So I don't yeah, know yeah. what my pe- I don't know why I'm hating on them so bad. But no, they're, they're cheesy ugly. in a specific way though. They're yeah. yeah. I have a question. How many leggings are too many leggings? Oh girl, dozens. I don't dozens. Think, no, yeah. my, it doesn't exist. Okay. Just, <laughs> just wanted to ask no. the question. No, just, just wondering. But no, don't even worry. Don't question it. As long as you're happy, you can just keep buying leggings. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a second. Hey everybody, we're back in Lady to Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. 
And we're going to do a lady problem. If you want to give us a call, you can call us at 323-6-30 or send us an email at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Hi, ladies. I love the show. Um, I am also an MSM transfer like everybody. Um, Not like everybody, but like a lot of listeners I've been hearing lately, and I am so excited to have found your show. So I have a quick lady problem, and just to give you some background, I am a single mom, and I'm just about to start my last year of grad school, and I will have my master's in creative writing and literature and I've been working towards this forever it's taken me a really long time to go through school I was a teen mom and it's just been a long journey for me and um, I got a job teaching at the university where I'm going to school just like uh, as a as a teaching assistant technically but it's more like an adjunct professor role and it makes okay money but I have had to continue working on the side at my mom's retail store, like working for my mother, which is hard in and of itself. I think working for your family, even if you have the very best relationship with your family, can be difficult, but um, it's been particularly difficult um, to do all of the things that I'm doing, but to be kind of torn between two worlds. And I just got sort of a bombshell dropped in my lap, and that is that my mom wants to retire, and she wants me and two of my step-siblings, my stepbrother and my stepsister, she wants the three of us to take over her business. And she runs a successful business. It makes a million dollars a year. She laid out a whole plan of profit sharing between the three of us and how it would work and this, that, and the other. And there's parts of me that love the retail business and the creative parts of that business, but there are also parts of me that hate it. And I love academics and I love working as a teacher, but I also can see that being a really difficult future with not a lot of money in it. So what I'm struggling with is that I don't feel good about my options either way. If my mom had given me more time to maybe think this over, like maybe I could feel more confident about saying yes or no, but my problem is is that I don't. I wish that I could feel like a good (laughs) just – yes, I want to do this, or no, I don't want to do this, and just feel it in my heart, but there's just too many pros and cons back and forth. So let me know what you guys think. I don't know. Love you guys. You're the best. Bye. Hmm. Oh, my God. That's so hard. It's That's like, really hard. It's tough when you have something like this when there isn't that clear answer, because like, this is the shit that will yeah just keep you up at night, because it's like, I mm-hmm. my gut, uh, you know, your gut is probably telling you to pursue what you want to pursue but also like the logical side of you is like but what about this oh, yeah it's tough i am wondering if there's a like best of both worlds situation where like she could kind of keep doing both like is is the partial ownership of the store really going to preclude her from being able to teach a couple classes this semester if that's what she wants to do 
That's what I'm wondering too. Like, is there a world in which your role in the store can be conducive to you also doing this? Like, is there a possibility that maybe you even take less ownership or something mm-hmm. to the point where you you get what your their expectations for you are, which is it's like I don't know, two or two or three days a week or something. Yeah, and then like you work that out. I don't know. Also, it's like, how do you feel about running this with your stepbrother and stepsister? So we were talking earlier about like businesses that make the people that work their family. This would be you making your family like literally your your business. Like it's, mm. I feel like intertwining that stuff sometimes can get. It can. Yeah, you, have to, the, you have to be very, communication needs to be very clear on what everyone's roles is. There can be no, like it just needs, communication needs to be like on top of it with this stuff. Mm-hmm. If you if you are going to go that way, because it's. Yeah family has a way of you know we always speak to our families differently than when we speak to our friends or employees or anything you're like oh can you just handle this this time it's like it starts i don't know right the yeah the thing that's making me kind of feel like she should give still some consideration to the store idea honestly is that like she doesn't sound that gung-ho about the teaching stuff like mm. it seems like she's like really put a lot of work into this program but if she was like oh my passion is teaching and like it would give me the opportunity to write when i want to or Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, like she didn't really say that. Like she was just like, mm, "Teaching's all right. It could be hard to make a lot of money." So like, if she, if 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 you're like gonna, I don't know. I think you like the question you need to answer is like, if it is a choice between the store and teaching, how are you gonna feel twenty years from now if you don't end up pursuing this path of teaching? Is it something that you're like, this is what you're meant to do, and this is what you put all this work into? Is because you really feel like you want to be teaching? If so, then that's definitely what you should do. Hmm. I get the feeling that she is fairly passionate about it. I, I kind of felt like she she said that, or I don't know. Or So, yeah, I think she's obviously, I think in, maybe in her gut is telling her to do that because it's like the following the passion answer. But, yeah, as we know, creative world or, you know, teaching or a world like that is, yeah, it's going to be hard financially. And mm-hmm. you've obviously worked your ass off and, you know, has creatives who also juggle a lot all at the same time and and juggle like many different you know ways of bringing income that don't always relate to what we mm-hmm. our creative path like it is nice because you're able to support you know your passion with something else so I do think that if you can figure out how to make the store work somehow to get, at least give it a shot I mean maybe you guys can give it a year trial or something and you can say fuck this never mind but yeah yeah, so maybe I, it doesn't need to be so black and white. I think mm-hmm. I th- I like the idea of having some sort of like a let's re up or talk about this in like a year and see how this goes. Like, I yeah, I I feel like it's I I, I do wish her mom had been like hey, had done just like sprung this on you. I wish she'd like yeah, talked to you and been lot. like, hey, I want to retire in like five years, and I'm thinking about like having you guys maybe come on. How do you feel about that? Like you know, and not been like I have a plan and this is how it works because that also feels to me very like. If she does retire, is she still going to, like, micromanage you guys? Or if she doesn't like how you're running things, like, want to be involved still in some way? Like, it just, I don't know. It it feels like there's, I could see, like, boundary issues and and shit. Especially if she's, like, seems like she's extremely type A and already has, like, a, okay, and then I'm giving this to you guys and here's the plan and that's what's happening. It's, like, I... But also, I could also see that plan as as her being, like, this is how it's doable, these mm-hmm. might be some of the concerns you have. This is how you would turn over a profit. This is how you guys would share yeah. that profit. Like, kind of 
mm-hmm. doing that work for them, knowing that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't get like too muddy. I mean, yeah, yeah. of course, it's it is yeah. family. So it's going to be, you know, but there's so many family businesses, too. So I feel like that's not necessarily a reason to not, you know, for sure. It. Well, maybe it's talking to your step siblings, seeing how invested they are in the idea. And then like, if she does hand it over to the three of you guys at a certain point, if you know, you work for them for a few years, and then they you decide you don't want to do it, they buy you out for your third of it. I think so. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think definitely like you were saying, Brandy, being like, you know, like, let's try to be really clear with each other about what our roles are and the communication here. And then like, I want to revisit this in a year and make sure that it's working. And if Mm -hmm. it's not, we can discuss it then. But yeah, I mean, you've worked, you know, you you deserve to like be able to not, you know, worry about money too. So and not that you won't be working or something, obviously working for it. But yeah. And I mean, honestly, also like a lot of my friends that have like master's or doctorates or stuff, they enjoy having like a year or something off and just doing something else just to get a break from that program to refall in love with the thing that put them in it together in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. So it might not be bad just to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna, you know, work in work in retail and like work at the shop for a year or two and find the thing that I loved about teaching and and come back and, you know, be able to bring some more of that experience But I'm like also curious whether it sounds like teaching is why she did this program, but like, are you also just interested in pursuing your own writing? You know, which I think mm-hmm. is something yeah. that Good question. if that is the reason you're in this program, then maybe the store is like this really cool opportunity to give you a cash mm-hmm. flow in while you do kind of have the freedom to write your own stuff on your own time and submit it places and kind of go that route. Yeah. I mean that that's a great that's a if that is, if you're more interested in like the your actual writing honestly then definitely go with the business because I I mean I just really think having like having a thing that makes you money outside of your passion that you can turn off and then just be like okay then because then you can be choosier about what you're saying yes to like with your passion you know what mm-hmm. I mean then you're not just like taking like a bunch of you know like you end up like being like oh fuck i have to do all this stuff that i don't want to and you you have a bad taste in your mouth and the thing that you want you used to love in the first place you know it's like i mean like i i do a lot of bookkeeping because there's a lot, i don't there's a lot of clubs in this country i don't want to fuck with um <laughs> and it's nice <laughs> it's nice to be able to say like yes or no to a lot of different stuff based on like you know being financially independent enough to not need to do that yeah and i think that there's always like this worry that if you leave something that you're going to lose your place or something like that Mm -hmm. or that you're not gonna be able to find your way again which I don't think is true if your heart's in it and and if it is yeah if teaching you you do Mm -hmm. really want to do it you will come back to it you'll find a way back so exactly so Mm -hmm. I don't think be too worried about about that aspect of it at all yeah and I mean even if like you know you're working out of college now but like you know maybe you take a little time off like you could do there's um there's like all like i don't know if you have like an 826 nonprofit near you or something like that there's a lot of like different things that like work with like small writing programs for kids and like you know things like that too that might just like reinvigorate that joy a little bit like once you've Mm -hmm. you know like you can use that if that's like a thing that you do love like is teaching you know you can use that and if that isn't the thing that makes you your money then it's it's still great a great skill to have yeah good luck either way i think you'll be fine let us know that too I know I want to 
know what the store is now. I know. I, know. <laughs> I bet it has cute clothes. Uh, offer code lady? I don't know. Get yeah. in touch with us. Uh, Just give a shot. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Next one. Hi. My message is mostly for Brandy and Tess, but Barbara, or sorry, I'm but sorry, Barbara and Tess. Brandy can chime in if you want. Sorry, I'm a little drunk. However, I did shrooms in college with an awful ex, and I had a terrible experience where I was trapped in his dorm room with loud music, and I threw up and cried for eight hours straight. I have been with an amazing man for eight years straight, and I'm seriously interested in trying to lessen the again, but I'm scared I'm going to throw up and cry the entire time. I said I had that we have children. So it's not like I can do shrooms again anytime soon. But Tess and Brandy, do you have any advice on doing shrooms again and not dying? And I'm going to probably be embarrassed if you air this because I am definitely drunk. But I love you guys so much. Well, thank you so much. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. Oh, my God. That's great. Hallucinogens. Yeah, there's a lot of keys to hallucinogens. Um, Okay, first of all, eat dinner. (laughs) This is a step that a lot of people forget, but eat dinner. Have something in your stomach because you're not going to want to eat again for a long time. Yes. And you need something to like, you know, just... I mean, that's the thing, like mushrooms, yeah, they're they're a poison, so they're going to... You're going to feel sick. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, take it with vitamin C. Take it with orange juice or something. It usually helps. But yep. um, usually people have like an hour or so where they just feel like shit and stuff like that before. Yeah. So don't take okay. that as like don't take that as like a mayday mayday. Everything's gonna go to Sadland. It's just like write it out. Like okay, this is part of what I signed up for. I'm just gonna whatever you gotta do. Like do some deep breaths. Maybe put on a song that relaxes you. Like go sit somewhere comfortable and just like write it out. Yeah, I think that mushrooms is one of those things where it's important to remember that you are in control and you can decide where it goes. So if it, I if it, you feel like it's going to go bad, you just say, nope, I'm redirecting my thoughts this way. And then... Or like putting positive post-it notes around you a good idea or a bad idea. Like to like sure. read, to read those messages in the whatever. I don't I know. I feel like, nah, I mean, I don't know if they would help me, but maybe they would help somebody. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think what helps me the most is just like deep breathing... And just reminding myself, like, all that, like, just, yeah, like you said, you're in control. It's a choose your own adventure. Like, your brain is like a laser and you can point it somewhere else. Well, and I think that setting yourself up for success is the most important thing. So you want to be, A, probably in nature, not around your normal setup, like, Mm -hmm. and you want to feel safe. So those are your two big things to start with. So, yes, if you and your in your partner maybe like have a night off or a weekend off or something you know just yourselves out somewhere that is a good situation and then you can like be around nature and kind of get caught up in that because if I'm when I've done it at home I've had only had one bad trip but I was at home and mm-hmm. I was just surrounded by like shit I didn't want to think about you know yeah so it was like I looked at one thing and then it'd be like and just it was not a good not a good time so I think like setting yourself up for that way first really really makes a big difference huge Um, and also put your phone away there's nothing worse than phones and hallucinogens (laughs) 
put your phone away and wear comfy clothes. And like, I like to have like other comfy stuff ready to go. Like some nice comfy socks or like a nice hoodie or something like just get yourself like comfy and cozy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, if, if you are interested in doing them again, then yeah, just kind of set yourself up for that way. And, uh, prepare should, yourself and then should you go in, in with a much like better place expectations of like what to, to what to what wanting to get something out of it is that helpful, i don't think or? so because okay. you can't like really direct where you can direct I, at least in my experience you can decide like oh i'm not gonna i don't want to like think about that shit but i don't i don't be like i'm gonna focus on this part of my okay. life like you just kind of let it come and you know okay uh, on the back end, is there like a hangover or anything you need to do to like help afterwards? I don't really get hungover from mushrooms. Should, should Usually, you be drinking or doing anything else with them or are they an activity yeah, alone? I would like not. I don't personally tend to want alcohol a ton. I mean, maybe a beer or two, but like I wouldn't drink a ton. Okay. Soda waters are good to have. Yeah, I think you just want like water hydration stuff yeah around you um sometimes yeah. like smoking weed will like kick it off if you feel like you're not feeling anything yes and um, you can smoke weed on the other end of it too like when it's starting to fade off if you want it to last a little bit longer you can smoke weed yeah but i've never had a hangover and generally the the i've just felt really at least in my experience for like the next two weeks afterwards i felt really good so it's like led me to like a place of like inner peace um or whatever Ugh, i want to do shrooms so bad right now <laughs> is there anything to like my like her trying microdosing first or like what is like an amount that's a good oh yeah to I thing mean, to worry to start with like maybe because you can take too many and then that can fuck you yeah. up right? yeah i mean or... i think always yeah you always want to do less is less is more i think just to like mm -hmm. be careful i'm always very try to be like super careful about it um because you can always take more so you can take a few wait 45 minutes or an hour see what the buzz kind of buzz you're gonna be experiencing and then if you want a little bit more you can eat more okay i yeah i would wait a little well if you're trying to uh, like for me they always take a while to kick in so i would wait like an hour and a half or something mm. um but yeah i think like what you want to do is usually like there's stems and then there's caps and caps are more powerful so you you could take like probably you know i usually what we've done is like grind them up together and then you kind of drink it with orange juice but um yeah just like what's a good um maybe the size of like a a 50 cent piece yeah a good amount of ground yeah. stuff i don't know yeah also but last time we were last time we were up at Big Bear for my birthday, and it was like, oh, we're all taking like a reasonable amount, and then we tripped super hard. So I don't know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know also, how much sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun because it was like a good environment. There was no badness at all. You know, mirror mirrors. Don't look in a mirror. Right? Recommend yeah. mirrors. Don't, yeah, don't recommend mirrors. If you have to go to the bathroom, just avoid the mirror. Um, yeah. But also, I really recommend acid because it has all the benefits of it without the stomach shit so really wanna... acid doesn't have stomach shit no actually, it doesn't have any... i've never tried acid it doesn't have any stomach stuff with it because it's not like a plant it's just like a it's oh. just um you know manufactured or i don't know how, what the word is but it lasts way fucking longer so you got to be prepared for two days it just it not it doesn't last two days but i'll give yourself two days of like full you know 
By the way, this is all reminding me. I talked to my sister the other day, and I guess last time we were all hanging out with all of our brothers. You know, we have teenage brothers. And they go, hey, Marlena, have you seen this video before? And they showed her a phone, and it was her talking about her experience on DMT that apparently came up as a suggested video after Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. What did she do? I think she just said, psh whatever or something like that's hilarious (laughs) yeah they've got a lot of dirt on you on both of you guys it is what it is it is what it is (laughs) hilarious but yeah good luck and um i think you know college boyfriend shroom experience that's a common i wouldn't write it off just based on that, <laughs> certainly being inside of a dorm room for anything with I loud music want... and stuff sounds like because it's sensory overload it's, right it probably just smells like a big wet towel like oh god mm. no thank you yeah a moldy yeah. towel in the corner is not <laughs> what i would think would be great for this no <laughs> um all right you guys well we will see you all next week. And you know where you can find us on the internet is at Lady to Lady Comedy on Twitter. That's with the number two. Mm-hmm. I'm Testify Barker. I'm Babs Gray. I'm Brand Dazzle. Yeah, follow us on there. Oh my God, if you're not, what's going on? Yeah. And- it's helpful for, for us. Hey, honestly, follow me and mute me. I don't give a shit. It's uh, <laughs> a good offer. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> mute is like the mo- the best invention that's happened in the Truly. last 20 years. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, follow us in there. We love you. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. Um. I'm an MFM transplant. The first time you guys were dropped into the feed, I like stopped listening and just started from scratch at like episode whatever number on the on the Apple podcast feed and I just listened to the most recent episode and I'm kind of stumped. I really don't know what to do. Um, I have to wait for the next one, I guess, but I've been listening to about, I don't know, four episodes a day <laughs> ever since that first um, podcast with Karen dropped on the MFM feed, and um, and I stopped listening to the news altogether. I have absolutely no idea what's going on in the world, but I do um, know everything about Barbara, Brandy, and of course, Tess. Um you guys make me very happy and you make me laugh and um thank you and you have you have a you have a really positive effect um on me when I'm at work and I'm listening to a bunch of crazy anti-vaxxers and misogynists talk about how you know it's disrespectful to not take your wife's last name or your husband's last name and uh you know that the vaccine is you know, taking away men's autonomy over their bodies. Um, anywho, uh, thank you, and you guys are the best. Bye. Hey, ladies. Um, I'm a new listener, but I'm super excited to be calling in. Um, so here's my lady problem. I was... I don't know.